0: Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail, you can follow me at Instagram at sarcastic.a.book. Visit my website at recoveryradio.kmp3.com, and to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com, or just go to Amazon. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me, and I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. grateful for it every day. I know people say, you know, that's not a problem for me anymore. or That obsession was removed and I never think about it. And all of that is true. But also I'm aware of the fact that I have a daily reprieve from the insanity of the first drink that's contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition. And if you are like me and you've ever had the insanity of alcohol return after you thought it was a problem that was gone for good, You're definitely grateful to have a go away and not be there. So I am grateful I have no desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is absolutely delicious. And I'm drinking it out of my new unicorn mug, which I love. So, Bill Wilson, one of the founders of AA, was in the Mayflower Hotel, and he wanted a drink, and he had been sober for six months, and the insanity of the first drink returned, and he said to himself, eh, Maybe I can handle like three drinks. And then what happened to me is so important to understand. I don't know how the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous got so far away from this. And I love AA go to a lot of meetings. I love AA meetings. And AA does not need me to love AA meetings, by the way. AA will be just fine, regardless of how I feel about AA. AA doesn't need my help. But I'm just saying. I go to meetings, and I love meetings. And also, it's true that I don't know how Alcoholics Anonymous got so far away from this. Because it is, in my understanding of that big book, paramount And its importance and its value in terms of just living the way of life designed in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So he wanted to drink the insanity of alcohol returned, he contemplated it. And then what happened is he got out of himself. He stopped thinking about himself and he started to think about other people. He didn't call somebody so he could talk about himself. And for some reason, this is just the norm now. But we're all here because... Bill did the opposite of that. Okay. Page 154 in the big book. This is Bill. One dismal afternoon, he paced a hotel lobby, wondering how his bill was to be paid. At one end of the room stood a glass-covered directory of local churches. Down the lobby, a door opened into an attractive bar. He could see the gay crowd inside. In there, he would find companionship and release. Unless he took some drinks, he might not have the courage to scrape an acquaintance and would have a lonely weekend. Of course he couldn't drink, but why not sit hopefully at a table bottle of ginger ale before him? After all, He had not been sober for six months now. Perhaps he could handle, say, three drinks, no more. Fear gripped him. He was on thin ice. Again, it was that old insidious insanity, that first drink. With a shiver, he turned away and walked down the lobby to the church directory. Music and gay chatter still floated to him from the bar. But what about his responsibilities, his family, and the men who would die because they would not know how to get well? Ah, Yes. Those other alcoholics There must be many such In this town He would phone a clergyman His sanity returned And he thanked God Selecting a church at random From the directory He stepped into a booth And lifted the receiver And then It led him to Dr. Bob But so he's he's tempted to drink. Insanity returns in the bottom 154. And his thoughts are, what about his responsibilities, his family? What about his family? What about the men who would die because they would not know how to get well? What about other alcoholics? And then his sanity returned. He didn't call Ebby, who carried the message to him. And say, oh, my God, Abby, this is such a disaster here. This is collapsed. I really need money. I'm just kind of freaking out over this. I don't know even how I'm going to pay my bill. I don't know what to do here. I'm just I mean, if that happened today, that's kind of what would happen. Bill would call Abby and he'd say, dude, do you have a minute to talk? This is fucked up, dude. So I came here on this business trip trying to get my life together. I need money. That's like of utmost importance right now in my life. I need money. I need money. Do you understand? Nebby's like, yeah, yeah, you know, slow down, slow down. No, I mean, it's just fucked up. I don't know what to do, dude. It's like, I'm sick and tired of this shit. I'm sick and tired of trying and like fucking showing up and, you know, having things. And I guess it's a sign from God. I guess it's a sign from God my life sucks and that, you know, (laughs) this is just bullshit. This spiritual stuff is hard, you know? I get that I have to be of service and stuff, but it's like, what about me? I get that I have to go help people, but, like, what about me? Like, I'm in this hotel lobby, okay? I can't pay my hotel bill, so it's easy for you, Abby, to sit over there and be like, oh, go help somebody, but it's like, What the fuck, dude? I'm 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 up shit creek here in this Mayflower Hotel. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. And Ebby would say, like, go help somebody. We already went over this. We already went over what to do. Why are you calling me? Because like you're, you know, you're like my sponsor. Bill did call Abby's sponsor. You know, you're supposed to like tell me what to do. I I already told you what to do, and you already know what to do. I know, but this is my situation's different. This is really hard. You get my point. I'll drive it home even further. Let's turn to a little page called 70. Second full paragraph. If sex is very troublesome, we throw ourselves the harder into helping others. We think of their needs and work for them. This takes us out of ourselves. Let's go to page 84. Second full paragraph, about halfway through. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if you have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Let's go to page 102 on the top. Let's go to bottom bottom of 101. Uh, last paragraph on 101. You will note we made an important qualification. Therefore, ask yourself on each occasion, have I any good social, business, or personal reason for going to this place? Or am I expecting to steal a little vicarious pleasure from the atmosphere of such places? If you answer these questions satisfactorily, you need have no apprehension. Go or stay away, whichever seems best. But be sure you're on solid spiritual ground before you start, and that your motive in going is thoroughly good. Do not think of what you can get out of the occasion. Think of what you can bring to it. But if you are shaky, you'd better work with another alcoholic instead. I mean there's a bunch more but i mean 93 last paragraph about halfway through faith alone is insufficient to be vital faith must be accompanied by self-sacrifice and unselfish constructive action I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But the point is that here's Bill. The insanity returns. He's tempted to drink. And I don't know why. Like, it's so the poor big book. Now it's like, go to a meeting and share about it. Why? So people can tell you to get out of self and go help somebody. (laughs) You know what I mean? To me, it works as simply as this. If I am unwilling to help somebody, I need to do an inventory. If I'm unwilling to do an inventory, I need to go back to step three. If I'm unwilling to go back to step three, I have some serious problems happening. For me, it's just that simple. I have gotten through the hardest times in my entire life by doing the things I've just talked about. I have gone through hell in my sobriety by doing exactly the things I've been talking about. That's why I feel comfortable talking about this. These are not just words to me. These are not just ideas to me. I have gone through hell in my sobriety by literally turning my attention to others and, and doing exactly what I have talked about and read. They're not just words. Spiritual life is not a theory. I'm not sitting here talking to you about this, reading these things because I think that it sounds good or that's what the book says. I'm reading these things. I'm talking about these things because these things Work the worst time I ever went through in my sobriety was probably 2009. And that's a long story, but I spent 18 months, 2009, 2010, really just getting through the toughest circumstances I've faced. By doing these things. But despite all I can say, usually still, when I suggest this to people, they look at me like I have three heads. But it really works. I'm gonna give a shout out to Mallory, I'll give a shout out to Wes and Ross. And we give a shout-out to Taylor. I'll give a shout-out to Katie, to Richard, to Dr. Wu, to Cousin Dupree. And a special shout-out to Chelsea and to Dave. And if anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. I have a big, big modeling shoot to do. I can't sit here anymore. It's called, is it Odd or God? No, it's called, is it, is it Bod or God? And it's just like full body shots (laughs) of me riding a Shetland pony. (laughs) Stupid. So dumb. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go. Check out my new book. Would you? Cruel Truths, children's book for adults only. I'm very proud of it. You can get it on Amazon with all the other crap. And send me an email. SarcasticBigBook at gmail.com And have an amazing, amazing day. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go. Try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you do.